Hello, this is Mars and you're listening to Queer Media Pills, the podcast bringing queer media to your ears one small pill at a time. I know it's not really still the season, but like in Italy it's Christmas time until the 6th of January, so close enough. If you, like me, are somehow still in the Christmas period despite this tragedy over here, may I recommend to you A New York Christmas Wedding. It's available on Netflix and honestly this film has everything you want from a Christmas rom-com. Lesbians, drama, time travel, a guardian angel. And this is all really the tip of one big iceberg. This film is so good. I mean, it's also very bad, but it's so good. The plot, in short, is Jennifer, our main character, is about to get married on Christmas Eve. It is not the wedding of her dreams, and she's having this pre-wedding meltdown. So she goes out for a walk or a run, and meets her guardian angel who just got run over by a car and the guardian angel gives her the chance to see what her life could have been more specifically what it could have been if she had just revealed her true feelings of love to her childhood best friend we love that um this film is a bit of a trip honestly one of the very good things of this film is the main characters are almost all people of color, with the main character being a black Latina. And honestly, it's not very high quality. It's, it's dialogues get a bit trashy and the cinematography is dubious at best. But these kind of things don't really matter to me as much as intention and the emotional impact of a film. And I have to say, this was a very enjoyable watch. I had fun watching it, which is, after all, the main point of a Christmas rom-com. It left me very conflicted, because it does also have a very heavy pro-life Catholic message, but also it's so gay. And I'm just... I'm really not sure where this film is headed, but I am here for the ride. And at the end of the day, the main idea of like going back and reliving your life if you hadn't done that one fatal mistake is a very appealing one. And I think it's very interesting how it's specifically appealing to queer people. And like having this film be a queer narrative makes it so much more interesting because it's all about this woman not having come out in time. And so many queer people I know do wish they had the chance to live their life fully as themselves from a younger age. And, like, not me necessarily. Well, me as a trans person, yes. I wish I had known before what I know now because it would have made my life so much better. But also, me as a bi person, no. Um, I came out way too early. I came out at 12 to a class of middle schoolers, which was just the worst idea ever. But <laughs> it's funny because I got thrown out of it. But as a trans person who does not fit that narrative of, oh, since I was a little kid, I've always felt like a boy, no. I haven't, probably also because I'm non-binary, so I just didn't have the words. I didn't know that was a thing. But to a degree, having been able to go back would have saved me so much trauma and pain and pain to other people as well. So I do think I really see the appeal of this movie. Um, 
yeah, the acting, the writing, the cinematography, most things just aren't great in this film. But if you want to see a film that's so bad, it's so good. And it does also, I don't know, features lesbians, which is always good. Um, maybe give it a watch. It's uh, it's very funny. That's uh, that's all I have to say, honestly. And I do I do think also a lot of the quality elements of it, like the acting and cinematography not being brilliant. Um, the writing, I don't know. I don't know if I can excuse, but the acting and cinematography is probably mostly due to budget. So I can forgive it. I personally gave it three stars out of five on uh, my letterbox, which, by the way, you can go find it's Mars Nicoli. But it's mostly because I love bad movies. The average rating on Letterbox is 2.2 with a heavy um, amount of ratings more towards the half or one. So that gives you an idea. But yeah, if you're gonna stick around, you better know I love bad movies. And this was such a good bad movie. Check the trigger warnings, I'm gonna put them in the description for this episode, because it gets quite heavy, because of course it gets quite heavy, because trashy, bad taste rom-coms always have to get so intensely dramatic. So yeah, definitely check the trigger warnings, because it can contain quite upsetting content. And if you do decide to watch it, I really want to know your opinion, because this is... I don't know, I just... I have awful taste, and that's okay. That's valid. Yeah, um, this was all for today. I think this was a uh, quite a shorter episode, but yeah, tune in next week for possibly a better episode, maybe a better film, even. Bye bye.